you pp'd this so hard this was podcast power that's true i did i did pee all over this one (laughs) you really hard pp'd this Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we really like about Siege, and what we don't like about Siege. I'm Chris. I mean, this week we pretty much just talk about things we really like about Siege. This is a good patch. It is, and then there are changes after the patch that just really, I mean, I am tickled. (laughs) Looking at some of these bad boys. So far, so good. So we got official patch notes. Uh, finally, unfortunately, those came out the day after we recorded, which we knew was unfortunate. But here's what we're going to do. So we're actually going to shift our recording schedule starting next week. So uh, we'll be recording on Wednesdays, which means we'll be more likely to catch some of the stuff that they tend to release early in the week, like patch notes and like other random stuff. Um, so... That'll be good for you guys because you will get the latest information instead of sometimes being a week delayed. And then those episodes will come out on Fridays. So we're pushing it back two days starting next week. The next episode will come out on Friday. Yes. Which I think is what we started with, isn't it? Is that how we start? We shifted it like probably like five episodes in. I don't but know. I think it released on Monday. May Oh, it might have been Monday. It released on Monday and then we changed it to Wednesday. We're just going to keep skipping on down the week until yep. we get like... Till we actually have Monday. a cycle where we missed a whole but this podcast. is better because from past at least it, everything always releases on tuesday almost always so i mean maybe at least we'll have a second to play it before we record we can have thoughts on things before the episode actually releases instead of you get the episode and you already know everything yeah before I, we do i think it'll be a lot better so look forward to that um and if you have any complaints keep it to yourself <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good way to put that yeah yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much all that we're going to talk about today, right? Because we've got an amazing patch notes, lots of stuff to talk about, and then we'll do listener questions. Yes. Okay. That is correct. Good job. Um, so, before we dive into everything, Ryan, you've been having fun at work. Oh, yeah. What have you been doing other than just doing nothing and playing? So, and we... <laughs> thinking about Siege. <laughs> yeah, that's what I usually do. Uh, we actually just launched this really cool thing we've been working on for a long time. It's called Backer.gg. And so, what it is, it's like... It's a way for streamers, especially like new streamers or like growing streamers. So people that are a little less known than I am. Or more. Okay. (laughs) It's a way for them to like monetize their audience a little bit easier. So it's like, um, so what we do is we have a store with filled with with like gaming products. So we have like energy drinks and we have like mouse pads and stuff like that. Gaming glasses, right? Yeah. Gaming glasses. Wins you the game. It can. Basically like hacking. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and so the idea is that any any streamer can like go sign up to uh, to get their own store, and then like it's kind of it's branded with like their Twitch stuff, and they've got their stream on it and everything. And then like anything that's bought on their their streamer gets a commission on it. It's like a really good commission compared to most like affiliate deals that exist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, our whole thing is like there's tons of streamers out there who are doing good stuff, and like could do more if the streaming was helping to pay the bills. Yeah. Right. And so like, that's what we want to sort of accomplish. So anyway, if you're interested in checking it out, if you're a streamer or you want to start streaming or whatever, go to ryguy.backer.gg and there's like a get sponsored button and you can go learn all about it. Or you can just go shop on my thing. That's right there. ryguy.backer.gg. If you want to support me, help support on renowned. Um, also we're doing a giveaway. 
right now. So the giveaway is for free games for a year. We're not sure why you play anything but Siege anyway for a year. But... Yeah, but if, if for some reason you would not play Siege. Or Rocket League. Or Rocket League, which is weird. I don't, I don't know who this is for, but <laughs> somebody out there for some reason doesn't play Siege and Rocket League all the time. So if that's you, uh, let's see. I guess the easiest way to find it probably is to go on our Twitter page, uh, which is BackerGG, at BackerGG on Twitter. So Yeah, links are all in the show notes. It's completely free signing up for Backer. It's easy. Ryan had me sign up for it just as like a test person to sign up, and it was like three things. It was the easiest thing I've ever done. Yeah, you, you literally just like sign and, in with Twitch, and it's done. Yeah, you get money for doing nothing. You yeah. literally do nothing. You put it in your Twitch panels. You do nothing. Their store is there. It has their stuff on it, but you get money for people buying stuff through you exactly essentially you have viewers on your twitch stream you have a link and you mention it occasionally and people buy stuff and you make money it's so easy yeah so So, anyway sorry for like the random like self-plug but that's just what we've been doing at work and it's exciting uh and so ryan does something exciting at work yeah it's fun it's like (laughs) it's actually really fun like we're like working with twitch streamers now and stuff like it's it's super fun so if that's you or if you're interested in that kind of stuff go check it out okay let's first give i guess Thoughts on what we've played so far? Is that probably the best way to go? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so we've played with Amaru and Goyo. We've played a lot of the Canal rework. Um, what are your thoughts on Amaru? Um, I still think that... I think she's cool. I think she's fun and exciting. But I think when you're playing in ranked after just a little bit of time, she's going to be not helpful. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that her gadget is too slow and too loud. Um, and I don't know if like making it faster or quieter would be a good thing because it just, yeah. Then, then that's, I think people get to the point where it's like, what was I supposed to do? Right. People will find a way to make her useful. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I think if you time it right, she can be really useful and it is cool. Like, uh, going up through a hatch, I think is probably one of the most useful ways you can use her. Yeah. That's cool. Like you can't do that with anybody else. That's, that's really cool. Uh, We've also had some luck with just like, um, you know, finding a room, uh, a room that's one of the bomb sites that there's nobody on it for, you know, just for a few seconds, it's not defended. And so you just really quickly Amaro right into the window and secure the room and you wouldn't be able to get up there nearly as quickly with anybody else. Right. So that's, that's a really cool, uh, way to use it. Um, but I, I think like she may not end up being super useful but i think she'll still be popular because it's a cool thing. It's cool. It's fun. And it's fun to do. I think you'll see it a lot in casual. Yes, it's like Fuse, Definitely. right? Like people yeah. play a lot of Fuse, especially in casual, just because it's fun to be able to put a thing on the window and get three kills out of it sometimes, you know? It's like, or to kill the hostage, whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever it works. But uh, so I, I think she'll be in a good spot as far as pick rate. Probably not on the charts, but like overall, yeah, um, she'll be okay. And and her loadout's not bad, to yeah. be honest. Like if if you just use That's her just to, just to be a fragger, she would be okay. She's fine. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like, amazing but it's it's good um i still think and we've we've only played new canal that's what we've been playing um like exclusively new canal mm-hmm. to understand it a little more and to get the feel of it i think she still would be super useful in like if they were fireplace hall and mining room of cafe you can get her underneath fireplace hall like in the freezer downstairs clear clear that room and just have her go right, right up to the hatch and get a plan right. down like maybe thermite that wall or something or totally. well, that's, the that's wall. a room that's really hard to like stay in as a defender mm-hmm. and defend like from inside. And so that's yeah. a really good way to, to do that. Yeah. And she can, she can hit the floor open with her shotguns. So she can defend the diffuser from below as well. Totally. So, Another one would on the same map would be going into the, uh, the freezer area up top. You know, it'd be so cool. So you know how she 
kills you as she goes into a window and you're right there. Mm-hmm. What if you planted the diffuser like right next to the hatch? <laughs> and so you just drop down. <laughs> and every time someone starts diffusing, you go back up and just hit them. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. In a 1v1, you just hang out outside until you're there diffusing and then you just kick them in the face. <laughs> they would be coming from a mile away. It would never work. Nope. But I'm going to try it. But if it was like they had to diffuse at this point, like I'm way outside, you think I can't get there, but oh, I can get there. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, that's cool. No, I, and I, I do think there are like certain hatches. And that's the thing like with test servers, with new operators in a new map, there's always this temptation to just like just play the new map because you need to learn it right before yeah. it comes into rank. You want to know how to play it. And so you sort of miss the opportunity to play the new ops on a map you already know where you could right. like sort of formulate a strategy ahead of time. And so that there's always this like weird balance there. Right. Uh, which we haven't hit that yet, but I, I think probably this week we'll start playing Amaro and Goyo in maps we already know, and maybe be able to see a little bit more. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised at how many people don't know the old callouts to Canal. Like, yeah, I mean, people who've just been playing ranked for like most of the game. Yeah, I guess you never you never know. But I was like CC three or CG two, and people were like, what is that? Coast Guard. Okay, that's one <laughs> thing that's really annoying. <laughs> they changed the floors. Yeah. So okay, so it used to be so the two buildings were Coast Guard and Control Center. Mm-hmm. And Coast Guard used to be first floor and second floor, and now mm-hmm. Coast Guard is basement and first floor. So, yep. like every time we're making callouts, if it has to do with first floor, we're like we're always like, wait, which one is that? And which, the same thing on Coast Guard yeah. on uh, Control Center. It used to be first, second, and third, and now it's just first and second, right? Because the garage technically is just not part of the. Yeah, and and the callouts used to be so easy because like all. All of the abbreviations were just like CC3F, CC2F, CG1F, CG2F. Like it was so easy just to say, oh, they're CG2. You know, yeah. like obviously that's not like a specific call out, but like if you're just calling like where the site is or whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, uh. It, it screwed me a couple of times because people say they're on CG1. And so I'm thinking, okay, they're in the basement. So I'm like entering like CG, what I think is CG2, but mm-hmm. it's actually CG1. Yeah. And they're in there, and I'm like, what in the world just happened? Or they say they're CG. Hold on. What happened? That doesn't make sense. I think I was going into the basement, but I thought, oh, that's what happened. They said they were, no. <laughs> doesn't make sense either. Some Somehow, I went like right into the site, and I thought I was going above or below the site. Uh-huh. And I was like on the site, and I was like, what is going on? I was dead. And I was like, this is so stupid. Why are they all here? And I was like, oh, this is the bomb site. Yeah. I was like, who made this call out? I was like, oh, that's right. Because that is CG1 now. Yeah, it's it's just an annoying thing we'll have to get used to because we played that map a lot, especially because it was in the... Open beta. Open beta. And the technical test? Or is it technical test? Both, open beta and technical test. Uh, So it was one of three, so we played it a ton and actually had pretty decent call-outs on it, but that's all been shifted. Anyway, let's get back to the operators and then we'll come back to Canal. So Goyo, uh, he's fun. He's fun. He's fun for the whole team. That's what I like about Goyo. Yeah, he's he fun is. all the way around. You know, you know what I don't get about him is you lose ten points when you destroy his gadget. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, it's really stupid. Like the first time it happened to you, you thought maybe you hit something else at the same time, but then it happened multiple times after that. Where I was like, no, yeah, you yeah. lose ten points for destroying it. It's very stupid. Even though that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's stupid. It doesn't make any <laughs> Not sense. Not that it matters, but it's Not just really. a funny. It's a funny thing to get a red thing when you did something good, right? Yeah. It's like, um, uh. Yeah, he is uh, maybe OP. Like his loadout, and we said this before, like the Vector 45 is amazing. Having that on a 2-2, like so good. He has impacts and nitros, so you have like the best of of both worlds there to choose. Yeah, you really do. And then three Vulcan shields. Hannah Montana right there. Do you you think he's keeping three Vulcan shields? I don't know. 
I would be surprised if he did because Kaid lost an Artilla. So if he keeps his yeah. three, that would just I would be so confused. If Kaid can lose an Artilla, then Goyo has to lose a Vulcan. Yeah. Because I was surprised that he had three when I found out he had three. I was like, no way he has three of those. Yeah. Like that's a lot. It's insane. Yeah, but he's a lot of fun. I've I've enjoyed putting those on just like choke points, like at the top of stairs. It's really cool to yeah. put one there where like they come up and they really can't do anything about it, and they just sort of like obviously unless it's like Ash or Zofia or whatever, yeah. they sort of just have to find a way to like get past it quick enough where it's not a problem. But it's just so nice to be able to just like strafe the corner and just spray it and basically deny that whole area for right now. It's twelve seconds, but they've actually nerfed it down to ten. Yeah. So yeah, he's fun. I I'm really enjoying him. Twelve is a long time. That is a long time to deny an area. Very Even long. Ten is long. Yeah. Uh, how long does smokes last? Ten. I don't know. I think I want to say it's about ten. Fast. I was yeah. gonna say seven. Why don't you look that up? Uh, in the meantime, I'll start talking about canal. So just to sort of break down, if you haven't played the canal rework yet, um, and you haven't seen a lot about it. Just kind of the the major changes. Um, one, of course, is they added a second bridge up on the third floor connecting the two buildings. Um, so now it's much easier to get between the two buildings uh, for both sides, which is really good. Um, they added a second staircase to each building. So now there's a total of four staircases, two in each building. Uh, it makes it a lot easier to move up and down floors. Um, again, for both sides, just makes it more of a fluid map where you can move around. You find anything yet? 10 seconds. Looks 10 like, seconds for yeah. smokes. Okay. Uh, they added a few rooms and expanded some rooms. They, like, I feel like they sort of just like reduced clutter in a lot of ways, whether it's just like items in a room or like random walls or cubicle walls or just like, you know, just they sort of just like reduced all this clutter and made it much more open and it feels, uh, it just feels more fluid, I guess. Yeah. Do you agree? yeah definitely more fluid it's that because there's less clutter it feels more fluid like there's clutter in every single map that was made in the game when the game started Mm -hmm. if you think about it stuff is turned over there's papers all over the place like admin office and consulate is so annoying to be in yeah (laughs) like i feel like that would be better if it was just clean Mm -hmm. like cleaned up um fewer cubicle walls like it's it's just such a mess to try to get i feel like that could actually use a, a map buff in that area of the map like just a little bit less cover, but more certain cover instead of just like, just you can't see through, but you actually right. can't shoot through. Yeah. Um, but because of that, I feel like it is more fluid where you can kind of more see what you're going, see where you're going, what you want to do. You have like an objective in mind. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that you can get to the objective from multiple different angles is huge. Like there's four different staircases on the map. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. So like specifically a couple of the rooms I really like the changes to um, are... Coast Guard first floor, so the top floor of Coast Guard. <laughs> it does best. Yeah, I just got stuff. confused. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the basement. Uh, so the so objective what is the ladder room... part called second basement. Deeper oh, I went basement? down there. It's just called like tunnel or something like that, or like maintenance or something. You know, it's funny. I got a drone down there, or I was thinking like if someone gets a drone down there, like they're screwed. You don't have to shoot it. You just leave it down there, but they can't do anything about it. But there's a drone hole. Oh, really? Yeah, it's smart. Very smart. There's a drone hole down there. And like, where does it take you? Brings it outside the map. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, they probably tested that and was like oh i don't stuck yeah but you can actually you can parkour like back out up the ladder, not like up the ladder but you can jump on like a light on a light and then like on this like small like out pole and then jump back up the ladder <laughs> so you can parkour out of there if you need to but anyway that That's was interesting 
So anyway, Second uh, basement. in Coast Guard first floor, the, the Coast Guard objective, they used to have a ton of cubicles and like desks and everything. And now yeah. it's really just like, there's kind of like one desk in the corner, like kind of a big drafting table or something, and like in the middle. We're talking. Okay, gotcha. I'm I'm followed. Yeah, Coast Guard, and then yep. and then like you know a few things in like the corners that you can sort of hide behind, but like it's just it feels so much more open where you can mm-hmm. walk in and see what's happening in the room as opposed to like I have no idea where to look. Like there's all these yeah. things everywhere, especially that window that used to look out to the uh dot. Is it the docks spawn? The spawn that's over in that. What's that spawn called? Over in that corner. The that's, one that's on the west side of the map? I don't know. What's the directions of the map? The submarine's on the north. Okay. So the southwest. Yeah. The okay. southwest spawn. So that spawn used to... You'd had a, you had a window that you could see in, like basically into objective from that spawn because the window lined up perfectly with the door. Mm. And they took that window away and moved it more... Or there there was a window already there that was it's more to the east. Mm-hmm. And now there's only that window. So instead of like being able to look into objective already from there and cut off a like, huge rotation... You can't do that anymore. So defenders have like more leeway of doing that. And then attackers also can have more leeway because you can't get spawn peak from there. And then people can't like see you from way back inside objective and they're looking way out the window. Right. Um, yeah, they, they did that like map wide. There's a way fewer windows, way fewer spawn peaks. Yep. Like, especially if you're spawning on that Northwest side, you know, over on those, like those docks that go out into the thing. Uh, when you're, when you're coming in from there, you would always run into like, the whole wall of windows on the coast on the, or on the uh, control center building. There's just like, you know, on the second floor is probably like three or four windows. And on top floor is like 17 windows. Yes. <laughs> like, and it's just like, where am I supposed to look to not get spawn yeah. peaked? And then on top of that, there's like the door run out with the exterior stairs. Right. It's just like, yeah. it was just so bad to try to come in that way. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't really any better in most of the other directions either. Like the spawn peaks there were just unreal. So they did a really good job of reducing the windows. And that also helps in defending the objective, right? Because mm-hmm. in that Coast Guard first floor objective, there was those two windows that just like, once somebody got onto those, it was impossible to use, like to, to stay in the site. Yeah. And um, they, they would, uh, they'd, they'd sit on like the other side on the roof and look in those windows as a glass or something. You could see like all the way in objective and you could sit there for forever mm-hmm. because it was only in casual at the time. So four minutes in casual, which is what it used to be. Right. You just sit on those windows for years. Totally. Um, another room that I really like the changes to is, uh, top of control center. So they, what do they call it? Not radar. Is it called radar? Is it not called control center anymore? No, it's radar. And oh, gosh, maybe it's called I control center. The it could be, I don't know. But the sort of the main objective room, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, second is, floor of control center building. Yeah. Uh, what is now the second floor of control center building? It's there's, there's fewer windows there as well. So you can't just stand on the opposite roof and like completely shut down. Uh, that room and then also the, like the clutter in the room is reduced there's not as many like file cabinets and stuff all over the place it's sort of just one big table you can use for cover and like that's really it and it's clean and it looks so much cooler like before they had like the windows were kind of weird that they had there they were like barricaded windows but you couldn't actually do anything with them because you couldn't repel there or yeah anything. and now they've just made them like these nice like rectangular windows and like everything looks so much like it's more modernized. Like the whole map is more modernized mm-hmm. instead of being like an older, we talked about this rundown place. Totally. Now it's like uh, current. Totally. Some of the other big changes they did, um, the kitchen bomb, this is on what's now the first floor of control center. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved that kitchen bomb over to what's called the security room. So it's sort of on the opposite side of the yeah. other objective, if that makes sense. Um, and then they, the they added a connector room between the security room and the map room. 
so yeah, so the security room is that one that has the door that comes out onto like the the display case, whatever that's called. That room with like the big display or the, the like model or something. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? There's like a big model in the center of the room. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. like the model of Canal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. So yeah. So so that's the new site, which I really like because it's it's Does like that model reflect the new changes of Canal. I don't. I don't know if it's even still there. It's still there. Oh, definitely still there. Probably. I don't know if it's new or not. I wouldn't think they would miss that. Maybe they kept it there just as a. Yeah, yeah they could have. As like uh, an old Easter egg. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I really like that site. Um, I, like the kitchen site was always. I don't know. I just it felt like it was like you couldn't really get to it as an attacker. They, like just, it was. I don't know. It was weird. Um, and I like the connector between those two now, where it like it sort of connects that whole floor a lot better. Because it used to be that pretty much like because obviously they would always reinforce from map room to security room, mm-hmm. so it became that like you had to push over to the main door into map room if you wanted to make anything happen. Right now, it's like it's much more connected. It feels like a a unified floor as opposed to like mm-hmm. kind of two separate areas that don't connect. And there's so much vertical play on that objective too. Like on all the objectives, really, it's it's hard to do vertical play from below, but all of them you have to have the top floor. Oh yeah. You have to have the top floor. They've gotten way better at recognizing how important and like how strategic and fun vertical play is mm-hmm. in Siege and like strategically placing soft floor um in spots and and uh hatches and that kind of stuff. And I think they've they've done a really good job on this map particularly. Yeah, they have. Uh see other big changes, the radio room bomb uh move so this is on Coast Guard 1. Uh that moved from the radio room over to the lounge room, which is across the hall from the Coast Guard site. So this is the site we were talking about just a little bit ago. Uh, it moved out of that room that had like the bar windows mm-hmm. before, which now looks totally different. Um, and it just moved across the hall from the existing objective uh, into what used to be like a little room with like a, I think it had like a TV playing a soccer game or something, didn't it? Or no, it had a TV and then it had like a bunch of soccer yeah. Slash football. Uh, At, there like were two windows flags there. or I, posters or something. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. And there was like I, a little there couch. There was no point to ever go in there. There was no reason. No, yeah. I mean, you could kind of use it. You could come in through that window to try to get into that Yeah, site. I guess so. But as a defender. Oh, no. Yeah. As a defender, there was no reason. There was a hatch in there, I think, which yeah, was useless. But anyway, like now that room has been expanded a lot and, uh, and it has the objective. And I really like that change. Um, that lounge or the sorry the radio room bomb site always felt like it didn't even need to exist yeah it was always weird it's like i don't know it just it felt impossible to to penetrate it was also hard being in there because you had like the door from the exterior stairs that went up there and then you had the the windows two windows so people just always put a rotation hole in the little closet that was in between the two rooms yeah and you sort of just defended both sites from the uh from the the coast guard site right um and then like if they got in you just had to try to make that death march down the hall uh so yeah that that was always a weird one um i i'm glad to have them sort of like closer but also with like the main hallway separating them is sort of like i think that's a really it's a good structure for bomb sites where there's like they're close but there's like a major thoroughfare disconnecting them yeah um and the, like it, it makes that hallway super important to control, which I think is like an interesting thing. Theme park sort of has the same thing on like, uh, what are those two objectives called? Initi- initiation, initiation side, yeah. The haunted side of theme park, yeah. 
Um, what else? So they added two new bomb sites down on basement of Coast Guard. So it's in the supply room and kayak, which always felt like they were bomb sites before. Like I was almost surprised to realize yeah. that they weren't. Yeah, like you played tons of biohazard and uh, hostage in there. Yeah. So it's just like it's such a default objective. It's so weird that it wasn't that a bomb it wasn't site. Anything else? Yeah. Um, and then they added a new. Which would have been so easy before to get a plant on that exterior wall that was there in the basement. Yeah. CG one like would have been so easy to get a plant and, there. Yeah, get a plant behind that boat. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Every time. Um. So what what used to have that boat outside and the sort of like that. It had like that weird like brick walkway and then like a water mm-hmm. pond. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, drones would always die in. Yeah, they've, <laughs> they've now extended the building so that that's all indoor. Yeah, uh, they call it diving room, and that's what has the tunnel. And that tunnel drops down from diving room and connects over to the showers, mm-hmm. uh, which actually is a useful rotation. It is. It really is. It really is. Um, although it's it's scary if you yeah, get if you have to is. drop down there, like you're just hoping that your team still controls the other side. Yeah. Um, but it is a good way to escape from bathrooms, showers, which can get dangerous quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I definitely used it once. And like when I came up the other side, somebody was standing at the top of the ladder waiting for me. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, bummer." <laughs> Hi. Um. So yeah, it's it's a risk reward thing there for sure. But that that's a fun site. Um. I I really like that push down the like the exterior basement stairs, like. That that's, okay, just yeah. seems like always a fun place. Uh, like whoever can gain control of that will really uh, do well. I, I we we talk about all these site pushes. I'm thinking like I don't know how I have not been a part of these site pushes. It's because I'm playing Buck, so I'm I'm just getting above or below. Oh, yeah, <laughs> opening it up, causing havoc. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, anything else you want to add? I I, I, th- I feel like the flow of that area has improved a lot. Um. Like somehow the showers mean more now. I guess because there's that window, right? They didn't ever used to have a window into showers, right? So now, it like because attackers can enter into showers directly, it actually like becomes part of the map as opposed yeah. to just this thing. that's like, why is that even there? Somebody's just hiding in there as Echo or whatever. Yeah, it actually needs to be defended because you can get in there and then you can go. I guess to rotate in the diving room if you need to, or it's not like a direct way in, but it's something that if you control is very helpful. Mm-hmm. It's good to have yeah so so that makes that more fun um yeah that, i mean that's pretty much my thoughts on canal do you have any other things to add no I, it feels so much more balanced like i love pushing the what is now second floor of control center like from all those outside windows that repel is super super strong that's outside on the south side repel you can get on that like ledge that like kind of goes over the roof a little bit mm-hmm. but you can drop down super quick super easy to be super safe there are like there's windows there that can see that repel, but if you can like get a plant there or something, like that repel is super strong to defend yeah. a plant. Especially I've been playing a lot of Dokubi with her frags. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, we'll get into that. But no, I really love that that repel there where there's this big wall defending you and like mm-hmm. you can get really good angles into the site. Um what people aren't doing too is they're not reinforcing so you've got that repel there and like the old push that's on that outside soft wall on that on that south side of the map yep and then if you go now more east of that you have two windows over there that used to like kind of look into the server room but Mm -hmm. now it just kind of looks into the hallway people don't reinforce that wall that's right inside of that it's like part of the next objective it's never reinforced and it's like every single time i'm just shooting that thing open with dokumi i'm getting kills through it like i'm getting wall bangs through it or i'm just like i open up a hole and i can see all the way into like the actual control center room 
where they have all the computers and stuff. I'm like, why is totally. nobody reinforcing this? Yeah, I've been doing the same thing, just opening up with LMGs or with like yeah. ash charges or whatever, and just like getting this huge sight line yeah, into that is the an site. Important people just think of that outside, and this is just learning the new map, right? Especially for most of these people that don't play Canal, because the people that are on the TTS really aren't your casual players playing mm-hmm. casual. They're your ranked players. So they don't play Canal, and so they're just used to like, well, it's reinforces outside soft wall, and they don't even think like. Well, I think I think uh, on this on that particular site, like reinforcements are actually a like a limited resource. I just feel like there's a lot of spots to reinforce that are pretty important. Um, so so let, let's count them out. So you've got the two going to that exterior south wall. Those right. are probably the most important. Yeah. Then you've got four that could go on the walls next to green stairs. So that's that corner. That's going right? to be the east wall uh-huh, in, in that same corridor on the other side of the 90. Turn. Oh. So that's that takes four. So now you're down to four left. Uh, in that corner, it's four. So is it four? I think it's just two on that on that side. No, that there's, talking about. there's two on each part oh, okay. of the wall. So there's that. And then there's also the two coming in from like the doorway from that south push. If you wanted to like walk in that door and just turn left and breach right there, people will reinforce that a lot. That's so true. So... I think it's it's a it's a limited resource problem. Yeah. Interesting. And I don't know what like what the best ones are. There's probably and then also there's two hatches. So people might be reinforcing hatches to stop uh which I think is tomorrow. a mistake. Probably. Uh, I yeah. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, probably, but but that may be where they're going. Um but but I actually like that. I like I feel like on too many sites there's just like obviously you put the reinforcements here and the yeah. only reason you would have a problem with reinforcements as if somebody didn't reinforce. Yeah. Right. Like other than that, it's like, well, we're going to reinforce the whole site exactly where they should be every time. And there's yeah. no like because having to no... choose between right. one or the other. Right. Um, now that is interesting. It makes it an interesting attack. And I don't feel like it's not defensible, but I feel like it's a good attack as well. Like it's a fun site. Totally. Uh, another thing they've done really well, like, and this is sort of the, like, so, so I like, I've liked canal from the beginning. Like, when we first played it, uh, after we'd had the closed beta where we had House Consulate in Hereford, then it was the technical test in the open beta where we had a House Consulate in Canal. Was it Hereford that got dropped? I don't remember if it was Her- Was House definitely in House there? was definitely in both. Okay. Uh, I, I think it then was Hereford. Her- oh, no, it might have been Hereford because I remember playing Tachanka on Hereford uh, when Tachanka was, was added. So I think House got dropped. I think Consulate did. I'm, I'm like 100% certain that house stayed in uh so so yeah anyway point being like um when they first added canals to be playable we didn't like it as much at first because it no, wasn't it was as easy to grasp big, as yeah. the others i mean consulate is I mean, house is obviously super easy to figure out hereford was just a big square so there was right. like there's nothing confusing about hereford I and mean, then consulate was like once you figure out how the staircases connect the floors then pretty much from there you, you got the whole map down yeah. right um but canal was obviously not that uh, and so at first we really didn't like it, but then once we kind of figured out how it works and it's just like, Oh, these are just two separate buildings and you really don't have to worry about the other one. Then it started to become fun because we understood the map a lot better, but also like from that point, once we learned it more then it was like, okay, now this is a problem because it's just two separate maps. Uh, and so like, I've always liked it, but that was always the problem I had with them. They did such a good job of making these two connect with just that one bridge is really the only difference. But, um, but, but just between that and like, placing windows a little bit more strategically um also like outside on that south push we've been talking about you used to not be able to run between that that exterior wall that you can breach and over to like the windows on the more eastern side 
right? Those two windows on the corner. Yeah. Okay. You there there was like a I think it was a drop between the two. Right? So there were these two like rooftops you could stand on and between them there was nothing connecting. So if you wanted to get one from one to the other, you had to repel up to the top of the roof and then rock over and drop down to the other side. Yeah. Which and so now they're connected. They they think they put like just a I don't think it's like an actual rooftop. I think it's just like some like boards laid down or something that right. connect the two. Yeah. But that makes it so much more fluid to try to attack that. Where before it was like you kind of got stuck. There's like if, you if you opened it and you were losing this gunfight, like you had nowhere to go. No. And so now like you can you can move between one and the other. You can pressure both sides. Like it's yeah. so much better, even as an attacker moving around outside. So yeah. like, uh, you're such right. Consulate was not in the open beta. Yeah, it was Sorry, right. Thank house. <laughs> I knew house was in because house like that's the conversion, right? That's like that's that's how you sell people on siege. It's true. They used to when they uh, released the open beta and stuff. They would talk about how how many trap doors were in the maps, the different like sites. It's <laughs> just funny, just like the things that they emphasized were yeah, four trap doors, five trap doors. Okay, <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> now they have like maps with like twelve trap doors. Yeah. Um, we need to rank the maps again. We should we do. do this after theme park rework. I agreed. We should. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what reworks they have coming for your five. Do you think Consulate is one of them? Oh yeah, let's speculate for a second. Okay, hang on. Let me pull up my list of maps. Which I think is Tower incomplete. is lost cause. Tower is a definitely lost cause. Um. Okay, guys. Here again is is one of my main problems with resources available for siege. There is no good resource for just a list of siege maps. And like, I guess I could just make one. Liquipedia is pretty good. Oh, okay. There we go. Let's go to Liquipedia. Liquipedia rain. That's not how you spell rainbow. Rainbow six maps list. Am I going to find it by that? Probably. Okay, Chris, I think you saved me. Um. Okay, so what, what were we doing? What was the point? <laughs> we're deciding what map's going to be reworked oh, next. Oh, yeah. Okay. Any chance that Bartlett comes back with a rework? No. I don't think so either. Not anytime soon. Okay. Bank, I think, is good enough. It could probably use some stuff, but I, I think it's good enough. Okay. Border's great. Yeah. Doesn't need a touch. Chalet's a good candidate. I'm going to put Chalet on my short list for right now. So we're assuming there's going to be three reworks next Correct. season, yeah. right? And one new map. Yeah. Chalet's on my short list. Clubhouse they've done, and it's great. Coastline's great. Consulate, short list. Yep. Favela. No. I don't think so either. I think no. it's it's too much work, and nobody wants to see it. Yep. Uh, Fortress? Possible. Really? Yeah. I think it's possible. I don't see Fortress. I think they want that map to be a part of ranked. I think it's close to being good enough. They just need to alter. If you, I don't know what those things are that need to be altered. Yeah. I just know it's problematic. Hereford Base? Yeah. I mean, this is this was a reworked map, right? And yeah. I, I don't see it. House. I hope so. I, th- I think so. <laughs> it's on my <laughs> short list. I think House needs to be reborn because house is legendary it's so fun and like obviously yes you can get to this point where house is broken but just like if you're just taking it like on its face house is so fun i love house i love how small it is and how quickly you can get around the map and like i love the fact that it's a house and it makes sense like you can you can be on the top floor and like drop down to the basement and like do a flank and within like 15 seconds yeah. Right. Like it's it's just so amazing how much you can move around that map and like, oh, I love it. I love it. That's not my short list. Cafe they just did and it's great. Canal, 
Oregon. Oregon, I could see. I could see Oregon. I could see it too. I, I, that's high. That's on my short list. Outback, I think, is fine. Yeah. Plain? No. I don't think there's anything you can do to fix plain. I no. think plain is it's, like it's tube. It's a it's a tube. What are you gonna do? Plain's problems are a symptom of having a map on a plane. Be a plane and yeah. I think that right. it's it's good enough for what it is, which is a casual map. Yeah. Uh skyscraper. Man, that could be easier to work. It could, and it, I, I could see that one. I, I, I'm, I might see that one. That's on my short list. Theme park, they're obviously doing tower. We said is a lost cause. Villa, I think Villa's fine. I think fine. It, it could use some stuff. They could find a way to integrate the basement more, or like yeah. maybe even just like make reduce. Make sense. Yeah, just, just reduce the basement clutter so that you can get around a little bit easier or something. Because, yeah, right now the only thing in the basement is a hostage and a secure area site, which is not in the two major game modes of the game. Mm-hmm. So the, the, there's no reason for that basement other than for flanking, getting around, right? But it's so right. confusing down there. Yeah, that you get lost if you don't yeah. go down there all the you're time. You're down there for more than half the round trying to get your way back out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> freaking rat race. Uh, yeah, they could do more, I think, to streamline the map and make it feel a little bit faster, make it yeah. feel closer, uh, yeah. more connected. Certainly. Uh, yacht, I think it's the same issue it's as plane. Yep, correct. Okay, so what does that leave us with on the short list? Chalet? consulate uh house there was one that you said that i was like oh yeah skyscraper skyscraper fortress fortress was that the five i think fortress chalet and skyscraper you think that's what they're gonna do yeah i think i really think they'll do house i don't um, see it because i i think they love house and like i i know that they said it's their beautiful broken map and right. like they're okay with that but also i think that they want people to love house as much as they like, love house. We love house. And as much as yeah. they love house. Yeah. Uh, and as much as casuals love house, right? Like at least I feel like that. I feel that way. I want people to love it that much. So I, th- I think chalet is a shoe in like definitely. And then I'm going to guess house and I'm going to guess I think skyscrapers. I think skyscraper. Oh, Oregon. That's what it was. Oregon. Oh yeah. Oregon. I know. I see Oregon skyscraper and chalet. Those are the three that I see being reworked. Okay. I'm going to say Oregon chalet and house. Okay, so you're replacing House of Skyscraper? Yes. No way, Jose. Yes, for sure. And that'd be so much better, because then we could just drop Skyscraper and bring House into ranked. Yeah, that's fine, actually. That's fine. Why is Skyscraper in ranked? Let's again? do it that way. Is there It'll a reason gone. for that? I, I have faith. It's not going to last. You think You think next season they're going to take that out, put in the new theme park, and take out something else? I think they will probably take out Skyscraper and they may take out another. That would be great. Actually, I'd, if they just switched Skyscraper for a reworked theme park that was good, I'd be totally happy. Yeah. Totally But happy. I could still use just one less. Yeah, get rid of Chalet or whatever. Um, okay, so yeah, so that's the big new stuff. Let's just quickly go through this other stuff that was in the patch notes, some of which we knew before. Um, obviously there's the battle pass, the unranked playlist. We learned that the unranked playlist will have, uh, penalties for leaving. So any sanctions you get in unranked or in ranked, uh, apply to the other map, the other, yeah. uh, playlist. So there is still no good way to play siege if you are on a time crunch. Yes. You have to play casual. Um, also one thing they did was, uh, it just flew out of my head what I was going to say. Um, oh, if you if you get like a if you leave a game now, you 
when you get a sanction, you can't start a game in another playlist until the game that you left is finished. So as long as that game is running, you can't play another game in casual or whatever. Interesting. Which I think is good. That's yeah. like one of the best ways to keep people in a game, right? Yeah. Although then then you have the problem of like, if they just want to get out of the game and make it end faster, they start team killing or something. Yeah. So hopefully that isn't a kind of problem, but I think we're okay. Um, the champions rank we talked about where it's going to like show people's actual standings within the champions rank. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you're over 5,000 MMR, you're a champion. Uh, but if you're in the top, they've clarified 9,999 players. So basically the top 10,000 players will have their rank, uh, or their standing shown there. So you, we will know who is the number one player in siege at the highest MMR, which will be very interesting to see people fight for this kind yeah. of stuff. I hope they put a leaderboard somewhere where we can all see it publicly. There kind of is on like the Rainbow Six tracker. Oh, so you can just R6 go six stats or whatever it is. This unofficial thing yeah. to see it. Cool. Um, your casual map pool is reduced to fourteen maps instead of twenty, so house is not playable in Siege right now. Mm. Sad. Playing yacht, favela, theme park, and tower are all gone from casual, which makes casual more like most of those maps being gone makes casual more enjoyable. Yeah, overall, I mean, Tower, Theme Park, Favela, and Yacht coming out. Yeah. That's like, that sounds great to me. Uh, and then House and Plane. Like, obviously, I would love House, but Plane, I'm okay with too. Um, what was interesting was they said that Theme Park was coming out of all playlists in preparation for its rework. I don't, like, I guess that's fine, but I, I don't really understand how that, like. I don't understand why that didn't happen earlier. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew, I mean, it doesn't change how you're reworking the map. It's not like they have to, like, take the map that you're all playing on and start editing it now and then put it back in. Right. Like, like if they knew that theme park needed to be reworked, why was it in the rank rotation? Why was it? Yeah. For a year, literally. Yeah. First, yeah. like seven months, eight months, nine months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Also in the casual map pool, they'll be rotating maps in and out each month. So three maps will come out and three maps will come in. Just so the first rotation will take out skyscraper fortress in Oregon, which mostly just makes casual even better. Uh, and then they'll add back tower, which is a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Plane and house. They yeah. should, yeah, they should keep organ, <laughs> rotate out skyscraper and fortress, add back house, house. and plane. And, plane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they have a really great casual playlist. Um, this is what they should do in ranked. They should have it down to ten and just say maps will rotate in and out every single thing. Like yeah, take bank and organ out for a season. Have come back in next season. Yeah, for something else. Like that's fine. What's interesting is that they said every month, so I'm assuming like at some regular date throughout each month. Well, oh, interesting, we'll yeah, have each new, month and even each season. That's a right. New map uh, pool announced. Interesting. Um, we know the ranked map pool changes. Of course, Hereford Theme Park and Fortress are gone and Canals in, so we're down net to um, people leaving over and over again have increased suspension durations. Yeah, now. this is great because if you have these people who just keep leaving games, like they need a penalty that that gets worse yeah like it needs to be recognized that this is not like a single issue this is like a an ongoing problem with this player yeah um afk players drop the bomb yes this is really cool this has happened to me like while we were doing custom matches on friday night we we're just doing them with some unrenowned people having a good time and like i was doing something on the other screen or like looking at like discord questions or something like that and like i went back to the game like five seconds in and i had dropped the diffuser at my feet because i didn't do anything in the drone phase and i That's had awesome. waited like five ten seconds in the attacking phase in the action phase and i was like oh wow yeah this is great that you won't get stuck with the bombs stuck out there with the teammate afk uh there's a new operators menu it makes it a little bit easier to shop for operators terrorist hunt changes which i'm actually really excited about 
So there's no more bombers and terrorist hunt and no like rooms dedicated to nitro cells and barbed wire. So there will still be nitro cells and barbed wire throughout the map. Yes. Podcast power on that one. This is absolutely PP. Uh, but yeah, so, so now you can use it a little bit better for practice, like aiming practice or just warming up or it, I think it just overall, it'll be more fun, right? Like the bombers yeah. are not fun. No. Um, and like the nitro rooms, not no. fun. Like not it's like terrorist hunt needs a lot of work to be like actually fun, but this helps. This helps a lot. This is good. New mirror leads out. We talked about that. We love Bangin'. it. It's good. Uh, Shock and destruction is more reliable, especially on the wooden beams. That's what they mostly talked about. Yeah, I've seen this. This seems to be 100% true. It seems like when you shoot a shotgun into a wall, now the beams just disappear. <laughs> I have to actually try that. I haven't really paid attention to that. Um, The Rhino 40 and LFP 586 have the same destruction as the Deagle, which is good because the Deagle was, is so good at destruction. It's amazing. So it's good that those have that now. Yeah, this is actually funny because... Uh, I was I was playing Meister in the test server and Justin Friendly kept asking me like, "Hey, so are you using the like the Rhino 40 now instead of the um Bailiff?" And like I thought like I kind of forgot that they made this change. So I thought he was asking because like I had impact grenades now instead of Oh, that's what I thought too. When he yeah. Said that. And and then I realized like, "Oh, yeah, I could use the Rhino now, which is actually like a decent pistol that can get people from more than like right in front of you." Uh Yeah, it's a good point because it has better damage. But I think I might still stick with the Bailiff because I I like to do uh Hatch- can you do hatches with the deagle no yeah so that's the thing i like to be able to open hatches and i like to make like a lot of holes in a wall to shoot through with my evil yeah, eyes and which stuff is easy to do with so i'll probably stick but i'll i'll i might like rotate it in and out a little more often have you accidentally killed one of your maestro evil eyes yet with your impact grenade no <laughs> and i don't think i will <laughs> i'll that try not to suck <laughs> that would uh, suck secondary gadget changes we talked about all of those already glass and doka be having frags are probably the some of the biggest yeah, changes. I think Dokubi getting frags is huge. I never played Dokubi consistently until now. Yeah, now I play her a lot, lot and, and I'm like, oh, this is doing great. well. <laughs> I um, love throwing frags at people. I, one, I one thing I am worried about is when people start choosing that toxic combo, uh, and Dokubi now has frags to go along with that. So it's like the Dokubi yeah. Jackal Lion Blitz and I don't know Ash or something like whoever else. Right. But that that four piece combo is just like. Montaigne. Yeah, a Monty or something. It's like it's so toxic and like frustrating. And adding frags into that mix. Like, did anybody else on that mix change here? It doesn't look like it. Uh, do that with like a Finca or something, and then you've got four frags on that team. Does Jack? No, Jackal doesn't have frags. And yeah, who else did I say? Lion. Does Lion have frags? No, no. Okay, but still. But I mean, that's. But but Dokubi is much better for this. Yeah, definitely. Is a good change to Dokubi because she got that nerf kind of a long time ago where people's phones just go off by themselves, mm-hmm. which was such a good nerf. Very it good. wasn't, it was, that was so dumb. <laughs> like that the battery so would dumb. die by the time the stupid phone would be vibrating that long. Like, freak. <laughs> Super batteries. It's like the same batteries they put in the Echo drones. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, that's a good change. Shield Ops had their ADS time increased from 0.4 to 0.6 seconds. Good. I actually do think this is good. At first, I was like, come on, stop, like, stop bowling the shields. Like, but it get was over it, guys. dumb how people would just, like, look at you with the shield and ADS on your it head. Is dumb. Are you serious? It I'm, like, dumb. shooting at your head this whole time, and you're yeah. still dumb enough to do that. And it's, it's, like, a very minor change, right? I mean, yeah. I guess it's it's 50% more, but from 0.4 to 0.6 seconds, it's pretty minor. Right. Um, and it, I think we'll just, just slightly reduce that frustration of, like, he ADS? Like, I was waiting on his head for him to ADS, and he mm-hmm. ADS so fast, I couldn't do anything about it. Right. Um. So that's good. 
That's good. Um, Jackal's PDU, PDW damage fall off is different. They, no. they fixed it. I guess it didn't use to fall off at all or something. I don't know. So now it falls off properly. It's, it's changed. The 417, which is Twitches and Lions DMR, has now plus 10 rounds per mag. It used to have like 11 rounds per mag. I guess 10 plus 1 is probably what it had. Yeah. It, which was stupid. Which Yeah, which that is what it had. So this is better. Significantly better, obviously. I I expect this to be almost a foreshadowing to her losing her ACOG on the F2. Maybe. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it could be. I, I speculated that this season they would do more ACOG changes and they did not, so we'll see. But yeah, this was a frequent complaint I saw from Twitch players who liked the 417. Like, no other um, DMR. DMR in the game has such yeah. a small clip. Like, and why should it? Yeah. DMRs are much harder to use, so that's good. Uh, Fuse's cluster charge deployment time is reduced from 2 seconds to 1.6 seconds. So that's a 20% reduction, I think. That is correct. Yeah. Um, good. I, I used Fuse once or twice to try to test it out, and I really didn't notice much of a difference. Like, it doesn't feel that much faster. Yeah. But, I mean, any little buff that you can do to that thing is is good, I think. It'd be nice if it was a little bit quieter. Quieter. That's, that's the next thing I think is going to would help him a lot. Yeah. Um, Kaizage 3 has another damage increase buff to 36 now from 33. Yeah, and it was originally 30? It was originally 30, yeah. So Good. it was weak sauce, and now it's actually pretty strong sauce. Good, and they bu- they buffed the ADS time just last patch, I think, as well. So, like, they've been trying to make that gun usable, which is good. Which now I think it's there. Yeah, th- this should help a lot. Uh, Warden, they're getting close to what they need to do for him. This is, you PP'd this so hard. This was podcast power. That's true. I did, I did pee all over this one. <laughs> you really hard PP'd this. Warden's duration is increased from 8 to 10 seconds. Movement penalty when looking through smoke, less punishing. The final opacity happens more quickly, less opacity restriction for small movements. I haven't had a chance to see this yet because I've been playing Warden, but people haven't been throwing smokes. So... <laughs> It well, comes since, down to the warden problem. Since, uh, oh, for one thing, we're not playing the maps that people always smoke plant. That's true. And two, Glass doesn't exist anymore. So, also true. Um, what they, I feel like they need to do though is give him the same sort of up, uh, gadget utilization as like Cavera and Vigil and Nook, where you can use it for a second and then let it go, and then you can use it again as long as it's over twenty percent, like it. It just doesn't make sense that you use it. You have to wait 10 seconds to use it again. It's like, freak that. Like, I just used it because they threw in a bunch of flashbangs and I turned it off, but now they threw a smoke and the smoke's going to be gone by the time it's back up. Right. Like, come on. So. Um, anyway. Let's back up for one second because I realized we never talked about Glass and Nook's changes of uh, secondary gadgets because last week we talked about all the defenders' changes with deployable shields being right. uh, shuffled around. We didn't talk about Glass and Nook. So, Glass getting frags, like, uh, he, he so the Claymore was replaced with frags, so he still has the smoke, but the Claymore seems like a thing that a sniper should have, in my opinion. Yeah, normally. I, well, I don't know. The, yeah, the way that works in Siege, yeah. maybe not. Snipers should have Claymores. Yeah, I'd like, I guess he's not really the one, like, pushing alone, yeah, right. especially. There's no so. reason for it in Siege. Yeah, so maybe not. But, like, I feel like giving him frags is, like, obviously they're trying to strengthen him. They're trying to, mm-hmm. like, increase his pick rate. But also, they're sort of like admitting that you would not choose smokes. Yeah, right. Which is essentially saying like we broke glass. Yeah, like they're they're just like admitting to it because like it sucks not having smokes because smokes are so powerful. Even if you can't see through it as a glass player, they're still powerful to like get plants on and stuff. 
but it's like you're giving him frags because you know he's not good right, right now. Like right. he and needs that's, frags. That's it's been like, a proven way to like get people to pick somebody. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's why I'm picking Dokubi right now. Yeah, for Dokubi, like that. That's a good shift. I feel like, and that that just it helps her be more effective for what definitely. she does. And it, it syncs well with her kit and everything. Yeah, her glass is just like admitting defeat. Right. <laughs> it really is because. I mean, it's the same thing, and I will talk about this with the whole castle thing, and like giving him the R4C. It's like I saying don't think so. we need a better, better gun because his gadget's not good enough. It's like, come on, uh, I, I don't. I disagree with castle, but with Glass, I think yeah, you've broke his gadget now, where it's useless, and so you're just trying to give him more frag potential. Uh, okay, and then Nook, she lost stun grenades and got claymores. Yeah, I don't like that one. What's her other one? Breach charges? I'm not sure. I think it's breaches. Uh, yeah, that seems dumb because being able to do this, this sneaky push and then toss out some, some stuns and like push into objective seems like a really good thing. I don't really see where the claymore is going to help. Maybe, just, I mean, maybe it's because you can get in silently. You don't want someone like a roamer coming on your back because you're already in objective. Right, Cause you're probably going to be alone, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see this like helping nook in any way. No, I think it's kind of a random change. Anyway, moving on. Uh, deployable shield v2 is out any like yeah you've been using that seems like a lot do you have yeah it's way it's way 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 powerful and it's way good people the first day people were like posting it on the tts with like videos of the crazy stuff it can do saying like bring back the old deployable shield this is 2 op i'm like it's been one day yeah give it, like literally one day give it, give some, it time. some time and people are like oh no there's nothing you can do about it it's already 2 op it's like okay and people are like showing like screenshots where they're like way far back from like the deployable shields. Like you can't even honestly, you can't really see through it at that point. Once you get to like a certain point far back, you can't see through the windows anymore. Uh-huh. Like you can't see through them. And like, and being that far back, so focused on this one little angle at this door, like you're so vulnerable from so many different angles now. Yeah. Like give it some time. People will adapt to it. Like, oh, people can adapt to something you can't kill. Yeah, he can. <laughs> we thought the same thing about Clash when she came out. She was like, oh, she's super OP. No, she's not. And yeah. of course, they made some small changes to Clash, but she wasn't even OP when she first came out. No, I mean, they gave her an automatic weapon instead of a yeah, fire right. weapon. So, yeah, like, I, I think it's definitely too early to make a call on shields being OP. And uh, if nothing else, it's just amazing to be able to attach them to a doorway and have the whole thing covered. Like, yeah, that makes them so much more useful. Right. Which is which is really awesome. All right, Thatcher's EMP now comes with the debuff icon. So if you're affected by it, I don't. They, it's not very clear exactly what this means, but I'm assuming like if you're a Jackal player or uh, who else, like no, Jackal. My, oh yeah, Jackal's mute. I'm thinking. I mean, any player really because like your red right? dot sight would stop working. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is like if your red dot sight's not working, will it give you this little? Yeah, EMP maybe. I think like where the mute one is. Yeah, I would. I would, would think so. It. And then obviously, like if if you're on an evil eye, I would assume that that you would get that there. Yeah, or whatever. But so there's that Capital. They changed asphyxiating bolts to fire bolts, which is what I always call them anyway. Like, yeah, <laughs> fire, fire that door. They they yeah. said something about uh, like the propagation changing and stuff. It sounds like they just basically changed it to Goyo's thing. I yeah, haven't actually no, it's seen like it. Goyo's thing on the floor. The fire. It's so. just Goyo's thing. Yeah, I, that's that's what I'm assuming it is. I don't. Yeah, that's what I think too. I haven't seen it. Right. Um, I should have played Capital. Ranks have been slightly extended and just changed we talked about how the there's copper five bronze five and silver five now and then gold doesn't have a gold four anymore so the gold range now is from 2600 to 3200 whereas that used to be to 3000 yeah right i think it was 2400 to 3000 before 
I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, no, because I... Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is that the no. ranks have extended. Right. Uh, you can... Their bronze and silver are wider. Um, they've sort of pushed down uh, the copper ranks. To so being being your silver one player now is like being a like a gold three now almost. That's yeah, a, the, the top of the bell is. curve is is right at silver one. Yeah. So if you're gold two or gold one, you're actually doing pretty good. Yeah. That's a good place to be. Yeah. That, that's that's specifically what they said. What's his name? Josh something? The, the designer guy? I don't know. Lead game designer, I think is what he is. Yeah. But uh, what, like officially what they said was like gold means more now, um, which is kind of cool. And then obviously there's the champion rank that they've added and all that stuff. Um, okay, but where this actually gets interesting is there's now rank restrictions of who you can play with. So this is more or less kind of what we were asking for. There's a little bit of PP as well. Uh, so uh, basically the max gap now of MMR that you can have in a party is 1,000, which is basically, to give you some frame of reference, that's from the bottom of bronze to top of silver. So if you're yeah. if you're like a very, very low gold, and you then you can't pair with somebody who's a very, very high copper, basically. Right. Uh, so that's that's about as far as you can go, um, and then there's some like some exemptions at like the high highest and lowest levels. So if you are above 4400 MMR, which is going to be in diamond, then you can rank with anybody who's 3400 plus. So that's sort of like a lowish like platinum, a, like a plat two. Yeah, well, it's like high, high plat, plat three, three. It looks like yeah, because um, the the plat ranks are like really wide. Yeah, they're like they're 400 in between each one, 400 MMR. Yeah. So, so that that's actually like mid plat three, um. So you you can match with anybody there. So obviously champions would be able to match all the way down to these like lowish platinum levels, and then uh, um, anybody below twelve hundred, which is what copper four ish, uh, can rank with anybody yeah. from twenty two hundred and below, which is like silver five. So yep. that's basically what we were saying. Like, hey, like get you know regiment it really specifically, sort of in the like the high to mids and then like uh, on the like ends of it expand it a little bit more so people can still play together yeah this is so good this is very good i think this will make a huge difference in people's perception of whether or not it's fair also like i didn't think about this till just now but expanding the ranks like having more people like an extra rank in silver an extra rank in bronze make gold a little bit deeper by doing that it like makes it feel like you're matched against people who are closer to you even if they're like the same mmr as they were before so whereas before you might have been like against a low platinum when you were like a mid silver now that low platinum might just be like a highish gold and you might be like a interesting highish silver or something so it'll feel closer even though it's really the same difference yeah interesting uh i think too with the new unranked playlist you won't have as many people in like the super low copper because they're playing with like their friends that sucks it's like I just go play unranked. Like, I don't want to play ranked. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think unranked is going to make casual so much better, too. Because, like, there'll probably still be trolls in casual, but for the most part, casual will be for people who just want to, like, I think, play casually. I think casual is actually going to be worse. You think so? I do, because I think unranked is going to take all the people out of casual that just wanted to play siege but didn't want to play ranked. And so they're going to go to unranked, and casual is just going to be stuck with all the trolls and, like, the people that don't want to play siege. Maybe. I, I guess what I was thinking is that you wouldn't get, like, people who are diamond and are playing with their bronze friend as probably but don't don't want to ruin unranked. the rank or whatever so then yeah. they just go to casual and then and now you're playing wreck shop yeah you're playing in casual with a diamond player who doesn't have an right. mmr in casual so like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like so unranked i think will fix some of that 
yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see when it comes out to actually play some games in these different playlists. Yeah. Okay, another random little change. Vault distance was reduced from two and a half meters to two meters. What could this possibly be for? So what this does is it takes a lot of these like random parkour spots that people were getting onto. So mm. they'd run from like a truck and like be able to barely bark parkour into something else to get the vault animation. Okay. Because they'd vault far enough. Um and so that just takes that away. Interesting. Stops okay, that. okay. Um so that was the original patch notes, and then they've already had a few addendums. They basically had a an update every single day since it was released, and they there was like tons of bug fixes in every single one of these. I didn't like go through and list these all out because most of those bug fixes were like very minor, very specific things, but it's cool to see them doing that much. But there was some big things every single day. So uh, the first addendum, the diffuse timer changed from five seconds to seven seconds in ranked and unranked. That is good. I'm assuming that's both the plant and the diffuse. Yes, I believe okay. so. Yeah. It'd be the diffuse, I guess, technically the diffuse and the, and the disable disable. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's good. I like, I really like the strategy that that adds it's way good because it was like oh they're planting they're planting it's like it's too late by this point like right that's you notice maybe a second in by the time people have registered that that's another two and a half seconds now you only have a second and a half to do anything about it right it's like there's nothing you can do yeah seven seconds is good it it makes you have to really secure the site before you can plant or whatever and like less ninja diffuses and stuff which like that's always fun when you can get it off but also it feels like a little cheesy yeah the next day they like delayed a bunch of uh things that they said were coming and like i'm not super clear on exactly what this is about but um the playlist lock after leaving a ring to game that i i mentioned earlier sounds like will be delayed uh, what is squad that? rff oh okay yeah no i know you're talking about squad rff okay will be delayed and then new surrender parameters which i don't i didn't ever actually see what the new surrender parameters were i, I, I remember seeing them mentioned but i don't remember what exactly they were i think i had you had to play you had to be down by a certain number of rounds. You had to have lost the last two rounds. Oh, right. In right. order to surrender. Yeah. So these are like sort of uh, periphery features that are, are being delayed to issues or whatever, but that's fine. Next day, this is where it gets good. Yeah. For this. Now, coconut bra, I still, I mean, it's impossible now, but we'll see if you can do it. Purple tarps is no longer. Yeah, they, they took in the, the past notes, they said sayonara purple tarps. <laughs> Take the collision off purple tarps because they fixed it again in the patch notes. They fixed purple tarps in the original patch notes. They said you can no longer get on purple tarps. And of course, people found another way to get on purple tarps so fast. And so they took the collision off purple tarps. Like, oh, is that what you. they did? Yeah, they took collision off. I didn't see that. Collision's gone. Yeah. So now okay. you can throw drones through purple tarps. There's nothing you can't get on there. It's impossible. Interesting. There's literally no way to get on purple tarps anymore. So yeah, hashtag legalized purple tarps may be dead. That was one of like the top comments was like, "LOL, they fixed purple tarps." I gave coconut bra two days, and then someone was like, "It's impossible. They've the collision's gone. You can't do it." And I was like, "Oh shiz. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> There's no way." That's pee right there. Who yeah. had the idea? Us. Yeah, and then our idea was to legalize it because we they wouldn't do that. So. <laughs> and like, no, we'll take collision off. Which is a little disappointing because it's cool to be able to put like cameras of stuff up there, but like, and not really. If, if they can't fix it. You never really threw cameras up there. You can still no, get on I mean, the pole. I guess not. That's up there. That like that it goes to. It goes. How to do the they pole. just get rid of them? I guess they block sight lines. They block the sight line. Yeah. But okay, well that's that. Um, the Vulcan shield fire duration, which we talked about, was reduced from twelve to ten seconds. So now it matches smokes canisters. Yeah, good change, especially if he's gonna have three of them. Yeah. And the black guys, if you notice, if you played the TTS, the black guys would like glitch all like every two or three seconds. It would like, I thought it was just yeah. when you came on. No, the whole time you were on it and like moving it around, it would just keep glitching over and over and over again. 
and it was so annoying to be on them. Like, yeah, there was this weird like fishbowl effects that would happen. Yeah, yeah, and it would like it would just it would glitch. It would be it was nauseating. Like people said it was nauseating. I was like, oh whatever, like it's not that bad until I played it, and I was like, no, this is kind of nauseating. Like I don't want to look at this anymore. And they've fixed that. Yeah, it was it was not good. Um, okay, so that is pretty much all that we have for the patch. There'll probably be even more by the time that you guys hear this, but we will definitely cover that next time. What is up though with like the random changes that they just don't? That make no sense. Like the when you look down now, you can like see your gun when you're sprinting instead of like your gun oh. moving down with you. Well, they talked about um that they made some adjustments to the first player animation something. Okay. Some like technical thing. And they said basically this has no effect on gameplay. We did this to uh to like it's something about like making it easier to maintain or whatever, and then like that it okay. would also fix the ACOG issues or whatever, or the side alignment issues. Interesting. Once and for all. So it sounded like it was like this sort of back end no, thing that they had to do that. that now we see different things on first. I'm always person. so confused when they do like the random or like they change the font on some stuff. It's like, why? Yeah. Like, what are you even touching this for? Like, you touch enough of this random stuff, you're going to have deployable shields back on top of Jaeger's gun. Like, <laughs> You Isn't that what we all want? Isn't that what we're just waiting for? I guess it's a good point. Which, by the way, there's been nothing like that. So it looks like their global ordering Yeah, Yeah, because that, that's been a problem in like work. every patch that's come every for patch. a long time. So good job. I, I am seriously thrilled about this patch so far. Like I'm enjoying both the new operators. Every season something happens. I'm like, it can't get better than this. And then it does. <laughs> I mean, I know it can because you can get Skyscraper out of ranked. But like, really, I read it. I'm like, this is so much better than I ever thought it would ever be. Yeah. It's amazing. It has it's really great. gotten amazing. Okay. Um, let's get into listener questions. LQs, which like we have some on Twitter. My favorite part. All right. So, yeah, we have some Twitter questions from a little while ago that we never got to. Um, not that long ago. Um, but at footballfan015 said, Hey, guys, sorry if this has been asked before, but which season do you think has been the most influential in changing the way the game is played? Oh, shit. For me, it's Velvet Shell. So, let's see. Velvet Shell, I think, was Mira and Jackal? Maybe? That sounds right. Hang on. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Yeah, Mira and Jackal was Velvet Shell. Um... What's going to be hard about answering this is, like, I don't remember, like, all the changes that have come like as like you know operator buffs and nerfs and right like specifically in which seasons or whatever especially because i was gone for two years so eight seasons i was absent for but i think red crow probably would have been one of the biggest changes where habana you have a new hard breacher in the game habana and you have echo now Mm -hmm. which is huge i mean at that time ranked was not solely bomb and now it's even more of a huge like it's that's become a bigger change to how game is played like the more we get into Lowering these map pools, making the maps more competitive, and then like the, the being uh, bomb only and ranked, and then now the diffuser being seven second duration instead of just five, like that buffs Echo by a lot. Yeah, it's a huge Echo buff. It's Habana is so much more essential. Like a lot of these maps now, like Villa didn't used to exist back then, and she's very strong on Villa. Um, uh, what's another new map that we have? That's uh, Fortress good Coastline. I guess she's just okay on coastline. But, like, regardless, like, Habana and Echo, I feel like, are huge game changers. Like, think without those operators. Yeah. I mean, the map that came with them, not so much. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Still. 
Uh, I, well, I liked football fans' uh, answer too with uh, Velvet Shell because Mira, obviously, like yeah, she shifted completely. the meta so significantly. Like right. you can't overstate how much she shifted meta. Um, so that's like a really, really good call. And then Jackal, like we're still dealing with Jackal being ultra annoying, being one of the most banned operators. Like yeah. he changed a lot. What I would actually say, um, and again, like this is with the caveat that I don't remember every like little patch and stuff that happened in every single one of these right. operations. So I'm mostly going off like the big stuff, like the new ops. I would even go back to uh, Dustline introducing Valkyrie. Oh, that's true. Like Valkyrie made big Intel one. really matter. Yeah. Um, and like at Blackbeard, uh, you know, that he was like ultra broken when he came yeah, in. Right. So like that changed in a way, right. which, which was not good. And like ultimately was undone, but, um, but like, I, I, I think Valkyrie is like a huge game changer. Yeah, she definitely is. That's she's picked all the time. You always all the time. see Valkyrie. Yeah. Pro league. She's like near hundred percent, uh, influence right on on each yeah i think smoke smoke and mira have her beat and echo but she's very high up there jaeger i think is way up there too but she's i think she's on almost every single team yeah she's awesome so yeah and so people probably have better answers than that so let me know in the uh in the discord channel in siege talk let us know what what your sure answers would be i'd be interested to hear what you guys think uh, another one from Twitter at Straight Crumpin said, "How do you guys feel about this Shield DBNO change? As a Shield main, I feel relatively no difference outside losing the ability to clutch one v two plus situations. I get it's to stop solo fragger ability, but one of my favorite parts about Montaigne is being able to solo queue easier." Yeah, I, I also don't notice a difference as a Shield player. Like as a Shield player, I don't notice a difference that much, but mm-hmm. I notice it as not a Shield player. Because instead of being like my friend's about to get hit with a shield and he's over, it's like, you know, you go ahead and hit him with the shield. Like, that's fine. I'm Doc. <laughs> you hit him and then I'll kill you and then I'll revive my friend and he'll be back up to 75. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, but, I hated it when I first heard about it and then actually playing with it, it doesn't seem like it really nerfs shields that much. No. Um, and it just, it uh, it discourages dumb trades. Right. As a shield, right? Um. So I, I I think I'm okay with it. I haven't really played a lot of shields since it happened. I started going spurts with shields. Sometimes I like won't play them for weeks, and then I'll just like play a bunch of blitz. But uh, I I'm okay with it. I think it's fine. Yeah, it it, it made I, a lot of people a lot change. happier about the game. So in that respect, I'm like it's it's fine. Okay. Um, at Blaze Barnes said, I don't know how I feel about other defenders having the ability to claim kills with Goyo's new Vulcan shield. What do you guys think? I think well, this is good because I think this stops like friendly fire problems where like instead of Goyo always getting in trouble for killing people, it's like other people are getting the credit for doing stuff. Mm, yeah. So like you're saying like if Captain, like what did Goyo do? He put down his thing, but without you, like it didn't do anything. Sure. So if Capcom uh, kills somebody with kills a teammate with one of Goyo's things, Goyo's not getting in trouble for it. Right. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a good reason right there. Um, and then also Which, like I do feel like you you got that kill right. Uh, if you're if you're the guy who shot the Goyo yeah. thing, not Goyo. I would be totally down though with like if you still if you down someone, you get the kill instead of someone else getting the kill. When they kill them, they get the assist. You get the kill. Yeah. Because you, you got the kill. Like, you're the one that incapacitated the person where they're not doing anything. Right. Especially with, like, frost mats and stuff. Yeah. Frost mats. I mean, ultimately, it's a thing that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. I hate, I hate when people say, oh, you stole my kill, or, oh, sorry, I stole your kill. I don't care. 
I don't care. Yeah. Take it. I just, just want the guy make dead. Make sure he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, that does not matter at all. Now, when you go out of your way to steal a kill that, like, wasn't a smart play, then that's frustrating because it's like, bro, like, he was dead. Don't worry about it. Like, why? You just have to get your KDA up. And so you're, like, making risky plays to, yeah, like, to claim this kill. Yeah. Uh, that's dumb. But, yeah, like, I, I, overall, I don't really care who gets the kill for the most part. Um. So, yeah, that's fine. All right. We're going to hop over to the Discord. Oh, I did this again. If you want to ask questions, this is how you do it. How you do can you either it? ask us on Twitter at r6unrenowned, or you can ask us in the Discord server. Just search Unrenowned Discord if you want to find it. It's also linked in our show notes and on our Twitter account. Um, and there is a whole channel dedicated to podcast questions. We would love to have you there. We've got over 400 people now. Over 400 folks. We're playing Siege together all the time. We we just had like an impromptu uh, 10-man custom game in the tts the other day that was like super fun yeah so it's very fun join the discord server and come have fun with everybody even if you're on console there's lots of console players in there looking for people to play with it's a really good place to find decent people almost 450 people in the discord right now whoa we yep. growing folks keep sharing we love that you guys share this podcast you guys are the best we do you don't get in trouble for sharing the podcast no you will never ever depending on how you share it it's you know vandalism probably not the best method don't put ideas in people's heads. <laughs> we should start sending out uh, unrenounced stickers to all of our people. <laughs> just, just put these out. on people's cards, put them in this store. Put this everywhere. Okay. Uh, SK1AN. How should I say this guy's name? Sklan? Sure. <laughs> Sklan from the Discord has several questions. Let's see. We'll try to filter through them here. Um, will there ever be a community playdate for a console? Best answer, maybe? Maybe. We both own Siege on Xbox. Yeah, we don't have PS4s, which I know is the more popular of the consoles right now. So if you're hoping for PS4, probably not going to happen. But we might be able to do an Xbox one sometime. It's just so much easier on PC. It is. <laughs> so much easier on PC. Um, um, so maybe. The second question is, how would you make more information about Siege available in-game? So his problem is, and this is, is a problem, is Siege says there's been a new patch, click on this link to look at the patch notes. And so console players are stuck there because they have to go through like the Microsoft Edge or like the Sony web browser to try to like get through Ubisoft's already very clunky website to read the patch notes and everything. Like this should be available in game. It should yeah. just be under news and you should be able to look at patch notes and changes and it should all be in there. Yeah. There's no reason why text can't be in the game. It's literally a text file. Yeah, I yeah. It really should be in there, um, especially for con- even for PC. It's annoying that I'm clicking on a link and it's bringing me out of the game. So I just want to just let me show me, like just show it. Yeah, uh, here's he's got another question too that's like sort of related. He said, "Can you please get the PP to give us a fully functional Discord app for Xbox?" I have been hoping for a Discord app That'd for Xbox great. for so long, and I think there was like rumors or something, or like they have like some like a little tiny app or something like. I think they have an app where you can like see what people are playing on Discord or like something stupid okay. like that, but it's not like it doesn't have the voice chat, it doesn't have the yeah. The Xbox channels. likes their party chat, which sucks. Well, I mean that makes I mean, it's sense. fine, but it's just like it, the Discord's just a huge. Yeah, it would be nice. It like it makes things so much easier when you have options for stuff like that, especially mm-hmm. when you get into like streaming and stuff where you're trying to like pipe audio to different things. It's so much easier when you have options for different programs to use instead of being stuck into yeah. Xbox's thing. Heavy off topic. Have you heard anything else about Halo to PC? Wasn't it all supposed to start this summer? 
Uh, I want to say yes. I've they've done one flight test. Yeah, and that was like the campaign on Spire okay. on Halo Reach. Make it work. Don't give us a broken like. If if that's, I've learned anything, yeah, it's don't rush Halo. Yeah, that's fine because <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Anyway, just sad that I haven't been able to play it yet. Um. Yeah, is that it for that? Yeah. Sklan had one more question. Also, I want Siege to have a clan tag system like COD. This community has so many good creators, and the community, as the streamer charms show, would love a way to rep their favorite creator. This would be super cool. I don't exactly know how the clan tag system works in COD, but it would be cool if you could have um, a clan in Siege that like just you know said basically like, yeah, I'm I'm with this team, right? Like it'd be cool to be yeah. able to have an unrenowned clan and have everybody repping unrenowned all the time, um, and just like. It'd be sweet. Would you have yeah. our little army out there making cool. shop? Or would you go back to uh, I Catch Butterflies? Oh, yeah. That was my old clan, I Catch Butterflies. ICB. It was, it was a good little clan. That's that's fun. <laughs> that's when College used to be a fun game. Yeah. This new Modern Warfare looks interesting. I'm very interested to play it. Have you seen anything about it? Yeah, I watched some of the gameplay. There were still some times where I was seeing where like it was taking way too many bulls to kill someone. And I was like, yeah. that's no good, no good. I mean, that's Call of Duty. Not really, though. Like, you remember back in COD 4, like Black Ops M16 would kill someone in one burst. Yeah, and this is like, shot. it was taking lots of shots to kill. It was like, stop. Black that's Ops true. 4 was the worst. Black Ops 4 was ridiculous. It was like putting half a clip into someone before they died. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. The M16 was pretty lethal. Back in COD Four, yeah, that it's was, good. It was a good gun, fun. and like the uh, the fifty cal, you could one shot somebody in the chest yeah. with the fifty cal. Yeah, the AK seventy four, super powerful. It's so much more satisfying. Like short time to kill is way more satisfying than yeah. long time to kill. I feel Especially like. in a game where it's not like even Call of Duty search and destroy rounds were like two and a half minutes. Yeah, short. They were short. Short rounds. Uh, like games like Apex and Overwatch, it's like I get it. This game is uh, less yeah. about shooting than it is about like cool powers and movement and all right. that stuff, and like. That's cool, but like, come on, Call of Duty, your shooting feels so good. Like, make it rewarding when yeah. you shoot somebody. Um, Everblighted says, how do you guys pick questions every week? Is there a criteria that you look for? Yeah, I thought this was a good question just because Definitely. it's about questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> Primarily, what we're looking for is something that will spark a discussion, right? So something right. that we already have thoughts about is good, which obviously there's no way for you to tell that, but. Um, you know, something that that is going to spark discussion is a lot better than something that's like, shouldn't Siege do this thing that I wish it would do? Right, where it's kind of yeah. just like, yeah, they should. Right. Uh, also, just questions that are frequently repeated just get skipped over, like Tachanka reworks. Even if it's maybe something interesting, it's just we've talked about Tachanka so much. He's always talked about. It's just not. Yeah, if you've got a question, make sure you check the podcast facts because we've sort of tried to cover most Switching of those. Switching to PC from consoles, another one that's just like... Also, we I think we do really like sort of off-topic, off-the-wall questions, and we don't want like the whole question segment to be that, but it's kind of fun to like expand a little bit and like, uh, you know, because our thoughts on Siege at some point are garbage, so you might want to hear thoughts. Ryan's on thoughts else. on Siege at some point are garbage. Uh, speaking of off-topic questions, Jukas has one. What's your guilty pleasure game or movie? The one you secretly love but is almost universally hated or seen as bad minecraft it's not universally it hated definitely not seen as no. bad but it is seen as like stupid by people that are like more game like the siege gamers and like that community they think like oh it's minecraft yeah minecraft is so 
good. I I, yeah, I wouldn't say it that anybody sees cool it game. as bad as much as people like disregard it or dismiss it. Yeah, they see it as like more of like a little kids game. That's yeah. like obviously little kids love it, but it is also it's not like it's super easy. Like if you put it on hard, like little kids play on peaceful where there's no mobs or anything. Right. Like if you actually play on hard, it's not easy. Like these skeletons and stuff are actually powerful. Yeah, it's a hard game. It's yeah. fun too. Um, I, I've been trying to think of one. I like, I just have really good taste, so it's hard. To, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't know. I really, honestly, I like, can't think of like going way back. I really loved battle tanks on the N64 and like that was not well revered, but like it was way fun. Like me and my sisters used to play it all the time and it was really, really fun. Um, what about a explosion man? I guess it's not really. Explosion, yeah, it's not seen as bad. It's just sort of like just ignored. Popular. It's not like it wasn't a big hit, but it's yeah. it's a really fun game. And I think most people who play it enjoy like, it. Think it's good. Um, I'll try to keep thinking about that because that's a good question, and I just didn't have a good answer. What about movies? Do you have a yeah, good movie? movies as well. I'll say like I like pretty much all the Star Wars movies. I don't think I've ever seen a Star Wars movie and been like that was a bad movie. Also the. I, I, although I'm not this, I don't feel guilty about liking the Disney remakes. I like a good majority of the Disney remakes. There's like Beauty and the Beast, I think is just kind of okay. But I do like the other ones and I don't understand why people have to hate over Disney making new movies because it's making them billions of dollars. <laughs> like, <laughs> F you guys for making the same thing and getting billions of dollars. Yeah. What are you, a company? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make money? What the heck are you doing? Uh, like, I, I can't think if I've even seen a Disney remake that I really liked. You haven't seen Lion King. You liked Aladdin. I haven't seen Lion King. Aladdin was fine. I don't know. Um, Oh, there was. I can tell you a movie that people really like that I hate. The A Team. The A Team. Yeah, people love that movie. That's the one where like the original A Team, like back in the sixties or something. No, no, no. I was like a TV show. This is like 2013. I don't think that was like a well-revered movie. People love that movie. Who's people? I don't know, like friends that I know. Like, okay, you know, I have like, a few people oh, who 18. like it, but I, I, I bet if you looked it up on IMDb, it's like 50 at the best. Let's see. That's my guess. Okay, I'm going to read the next question while you look this up. Okay. 7.5 on IMDb, 94% of Google users like the TV show. Oh, TV show. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Holding. 2010, 2010 film. Okay, 6.7 IMDb, 4.2 out of 5 on Voodoo, mm-hmm. 91% oh, 4. Google 2 users liked it. Oh, okay. Well, sixty-six percent audience score on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That's not very good. But anyway, th- like I feel like people that like it just like, oh, it's such a good movie. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not a good movie. So TTV Violet had a question about Dokubi getting her stuns replaced with frags. What we thought we kind of already answered that, so we'll move on. But we'll give you credit for a question for the podcast questionnaire role, which is a thing that people are starting to get, which is kind of cool. Al Banana. I was trying to figure out if it's banana or banana. It's just banana. Uh, this is his operator concept. Defender name, spider, nationality, Peruvian, gadget, the spider eye. The spider eye builds a complex camera network using all active cameras in the building. This allows spider to see all the camera feeds at the same time, as well as being able to scan on all cams at once. Oh. Sounds kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Um, I guess my one thing about it is it's like, it's it's almost like a universal... Uh, what what do we what would they call that? Like the Finca thing? I guess they global. just call it universal global. It's a global, global push button gadget, right? Yeah. Where it's like you get this reward for doing absolutely nothing, right? So like, like 
yeah i don't i mean like for that reason i don't think it's good it'd be cool if you could like maybe like link like manually link a handful of cameras or something if you had like so many of these things that you could go put up on each camera what if you had like a stand like almost like a tachanka turret type thing that you'd put down and like he could he could access it and he could change mm. what cameras on each screen so like people inside objective could like look at it and be like okay our three cameras are still good that he has on there that would be cool that'd be cool yeah so if instead he, of if having could, like pull he could up cameras up you could like just look a, at the screens he put up a thing that's basically like a bulletproof camera but it's like a tv screen he puts it up yeah. and he can like put two or three cameras on it or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. We also like wanted to mention that we had a similar idea for an operator that had like a heads up display on their glasses where it would show a live camera feed. Oracle. Yeah. So this we call it Oracle. And so the idea would be that like it's sort of like uh, uh like Echo or something, you pull up like a like your watch or your gadget on your arm, you'd like mm-hmm. shift through which camera you wanted to show. And then, like, you put it down, and then on your glasses, so basically in on your HUD on the screen, you would see a live camera feed. And so you'd be able to, like, push into a room uh, seeing where exactly they are, like, live. Yeah. I think that'd be, be really, cool. really cool. Zero Skill had a few questions, so we'll pick out a couple of them. Um, what was your holy crap CG cutscene intro, a sequence that wowed you the first time you watched it? Mine was Legacy of Kane's Soul Reaver for PS2, which I've played that game a little bit, and that is a really good cutscene. Um, the ones that immediately come to mind are the original StarCraft cutscenes. Okay. They looked way good yeah. for the time, and even like Those 10 years cool. later, they still looked really good. Now they look yeah. pretty dated, but like they were very good. And like just like beyond just graphically looking good, like what was happening in the cutscenes was really cool. Yeah. Um also, the Age of Empires 2, like, opening intro. It's like when you load the game up and there's, like, this chess thing. So there's, yeah, like, these two kings. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, these two kings playing chess. And then, like, with every move, it, like, cuts to, like... So, like, he moves the knight and then it cuts to, like, a knight riding across a field. And then, like, he moves the yeah. castle and it cuts to, like, a tower being built or something. And then, like, as they start, like, knocking each other's pieces off, it cuts to, like, the, the units, like, fighting each other. It's, like, very, very cool. Yeah, that one is cool. That is cool. I can't think of any, honestly. I just, I have nothing. Like, I even, I read this question a long time before, so he, because he wanted to give us time to think about it, and I just, there's nothing there that's like, I saw it and I was like, oh, whoa. I mean, another one, like, every time that people ask about, like, games, we always bring up the same ones, it seems like. Like, <laughs> Age of Empires 2 is definitely going to bring up a lot. Yep. Like, Halo 1, like, that opening cutscene of Halo 1 where, like, they're on the Pillar of Autumn. Okay, yeah, it's like showing all the Marines, like moving all the tanks and the stuff yeah. and getting it all ready. Yeah, that is cool. And then like Cortana pops up yeah. and then like they will wake up Master Chief. It's like, this game looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be it's so exciting. cool. Uh, yeah, so I can't believe you can't think of anything. What about like, uh, I'm just bringing up all my childhood games. Ocarina of Time. Like, um, I remember the first time that like you walk out into Hyrule Field and it sort of like does the over scan yeah. of like all of Hyrule Field. You're like, what? This is huge. Like, the, 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 like that. That was huge. At the yeah. Time. Like this, this gigantic area that you could just like free run around and it connected all the places together. Like that was such but a cool now, idea. Like I, I go back and like, it's actually small. It's teeny. Yeah. It's, it's not that big, but, but at the time. Yeah. That was huge. Um, was there ever a musical score in a game that moved you? Uh, <laughs> of course, Halo. Uh, um, the Last of Us theme, and it, like, is really really good it. at just conveying this emotion of hopelessness and like 
just sadness. Like it's really good. It's great. You've not played The Last of Us? No. You should. We should stream yeah. you playing The Last of Us for the first time. That would be really fun. Um, um actually, okay, I have a random question for you guys. If if you guys are listening this far in the podcast, you're probably a, a fan of the podcast. Uh so what would you guys like to see us like stream together for fun? Like aside from obviously we do Rainbow Six like frequently, but like is there anything that would like bring you guys to the stream like if we were doing Chris playing The Last of Us for the first time or if we did like I mean, we will do playing Halo on Legendary when it comes out on PC. Yeah, like yeah, playing through the Halo campaigns on Legendary, or that like, or just one uh, Halo one multiplayer, and like going through that. What we like about it and stuff. Like, I'd just be curious what would interest you guys. Uh, okay, do you have a musical scene and a score in a game that moved you? Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect is also really really good. Mass Effect is good. Uh, okay, last question from Zero Skill. If you lost a bet and the stakes were that you could only play one cartridge-based game for the next month, what would it be? Pokemon. Pokemon? Which one? One of the older ones, like Pokemon Red. Well, I would advise at least like Fire Red, the remake, where you can like sprint guess, and stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah, like, yeah, like that's really nice. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking of like N64 games now, but there's also like Switch games. Those are cartridge-based. Ooh, maybe just, I just play Advance Wars. Advance Wars. <laughs> maybe like Advance Wars too. I feel like Pokemon though. There's just so much you can like level up all these characters. Yeah, that's fun. and then you can like battle people. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, let's see. What's like a good N64 game that I mean? I might just play Ocarina of Time a bunch of times. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. It's only a month too. Yeah, it's only a month. Next question comes from ICU22. What do you guys think about an operator that like Jaeger, but instead of destroying the projectiles, it reflects them back the way they came? I know Jaeger is massively picked operator, and this might help balance that out. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I, I mean, think this is like we have this exact thing, right? idea once. Yeah, it's like a almost like a net on a window or some sort of thing that just like throws it back at you. Yeah. So you cook a frag for too long, you throw it out in there, you're done. I think the trade off would have to be like you'd either have fewer of them. They would definitely have less charges, right? Right. It would not nuke. Is it four? That no, two. Two. He only nukes two. So if but you I had, think you can't throw two stuns back at someone. Yeah, probably you have three of them, but they only work once. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be down for it. I see. Twenty two has another question. Judging from what I'm seeing, Goyo is very good. What do you think are some good counters on attack and also supporters on defense? So there's more frags now on attack, and a frag is a huge counter to Goyo. Like that's yep. humongous. Yep. Um. Also, Buck is a good counter from above or below. It does have like a little bit of like a shield on the top and bottom of it, so oh. you can't get it from straight below, but you can still get an angle on it without wow. a problem. Just going a little further away. Um. What I thought was more interesting of this question was like the supporters on defense. So obviously they showed us like the Capkin synergy where you know right. you jump over the shield and the Capkin blows and then it blows the Goyo. So then you're going to get a kill probably out of it. Yeah. That's super cool. The Maestro. Have, have we, seen, we tried that. Did it ever work? Did we ever get it? Capkin? Yeah. I think so. I, I think like one thing is Goyo will become more effective as the game goes on and he's not like picked every time. Yeah. Uh, because right now it's just like obviously every shield that you see is probably a Goyo shield. And there's so many of them. Are, yeah, everybody just wants to play Goyo. So like, there's that. Um, right. But yeah, like I think, I think he'll get a little bit better as time goes on, and then I think you'll be able to get more of these like little sneaky traps. Maestro also like we haven't really been able to make it work, 
I think part of that is because we're playing all on canal, which we like don't super know like where to put the stuff and everything. But like, I think once we get to maps that we're more familiar with, we'll be able to find a way to make Maestro really work with Goyo, which will be cool. Dude, yeah, the the thing with Maestro, I feel like you're always putting the the evil eye like straight behind it, where like people are watching it. I guess mm-hmm. so. It's almost getting shot before you can do anything. But like, you also can't put it right on its side because you can't hit the thing because of the little shield that goes around it. Right. Um, and so it's like finding a good spot to put the maestro cam where you can still get the hit off on it. And maybe it's just good just to like, there's 50 seconds left in the round, just hit that Goyo and spend another 10 seconds of them being out there. Yeah, totally. Is there any like, like, um, less obvious synergies you could think of on defense? I mean, there's impact grenades. People that have impact grenades is, is good. And as Warden, there's been times where I'm like, I wish I had an impact right now because I don't anymore. Yeah. As Warden, I have deployable shield instead because I want to throw an impact at that Goyo because I know there's someone around there. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I think there's like a reason to save. I mean, people usually do save like an impact for something, but... What about like pulse? Pulse like underneath with like a, a nitro could, yeah. or something? Yeah, that's interesting. Or or not even with a nitro necessarily. It's just like pulse underneath saying like, okay, they're approaching this Goyo shield. You know, somebody blow it. Or a shotgun just through the floor. Yeah. I, I mean, like at that point, it's like, why don't you just see for them through the floor? Yeah. That's always the thing with these kinds of traps or like the thing with like, oh, you could shoot your teammate to make them not be interview- or interviewed, interrogated by Kavera. It's like, well, then just shoot Kavera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all these all these kind of traps that are like activated by a bullet. It seems like, well, if I can see the person, I'll yeah, just shoot, shoot the person. person. <laughs> um, the only thing I can think of with pulse working is if it's like some like a Capcan or a Legion can throw an impact to the shield, but it's on a floor that's not breakable. So pulse is underneath saying, "Now throw that grenade, throw that impact," and they can throw the impact, and he yeah. can just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Next question comes from Dark Romantic 17 with Goyo's Vulcans coming into play. Do you think the meta might shift to more plant denial strats ever since they introduced him? I've been playing, I've been thinking about possible ways to use him. What do you think? I think, I mean, plant denial has always been the meta. Like, I don't think yeah. there's ever been a meta that's, I mean, there's like, that's why it was banned 90% of the time. Right. But this extends that meta for sure. It does. Certainly. Um, I think it's, there's going to be a shift to figure out how to stop that. But I think it's hard to say without really having... Yeah, I think he'll be less useful for plant denial and more useful for just, like, area denial of, like, not letting them enter the objective from a certain way or at least yeah. delaying it. Because, like, for straight-up plant denial, it seems like smoke is a lot more effective because you can put it wherever right. they are trying to plant versus going to get to plant ahead. Um but, you know, it'll be nice for certain things like, you know, consulate when they're attacking that garage, just put a Goyo shield right there. And, you know, as soon as they're going to attack it, you shoot it from the back of white van or something. Yeah. You know, and just completely shut that down. It's hard. Like, cause I'm thinking like bank basement, that plant now you can put one shield there, but they're going to hit it. Either the thermite charge is going to kill it or they're just going to hit it with a frag. And it's like, now what? Like, you can't, put, right. you can't go out and put another one there. Well, if you had an ADS that can burn some frags, um, then then you could do it. And then, like, it, it seems like you could put it far enough back because it does have a pretty wide. Yeah, area. I mean, you could put exactly it far enough back how wide it is because it. it goes forward and backwards. Yeah, 
and you see exactly how wide it is to figure out how you can make that work, right? Yeah, I think it, it could work, though. We need to definitely play on some of these other maps uh, this week and get some yeah. more thoughts on this stuff. C. Nico said, as players on PC, what aspects of the meta do you think would and wouldn't carry over to console and vice versa? Are there any operators that seem underpowered on one or the other? A PS4 PC hybrid, and it's interesting to see the differences in playstyles. So I'll say, like, I haven't played probably enough on console and certainly not at a high enough level to totally know the answer to this. Um, one thing I think is, like, drone meta on consoles like i don't know if it's better or worse because like it's hard to drive the drones because there's this weird dead spot when you go diagonal yeah how do they not fix that (laughs) it's very strange and then um it's it's also like really hard to shoot drones yeah because you just don't have the the precision on the aim so like in that way like drones are just weird altogether drones suck (laughs) yeah uh they like get rocket league physics in the game for drones um I think DMRs are just different on console. They're harder to control, harder to manage. Any, I think you see less God. ACOGs on console too. Yeah. Yeah. Console is just hard to play C John. Uh, yeah. Another thing is just like anything to do with audio. So I, there's like a lot of people on console are using headsets, but I, I right. would bet that there's a lot more people not using headsets mm-hmm. than there are on PC. Just using a TV speaker. So, you know, if you're doing Kavera or, like if you're roaming at all you're probably a lot more effective on console because people just can't hear you yeah um and, and that's then, probably different like when you start playing ranked you get into like the golden platinum ranks oh yeah i'm sure the higher you get the less you're going to see that but also like communication you know like if you're not squatted up on console there's a good chance you're not talking because it's like what we talked about last week there's no push to talk so it's you know it's yeah, just like open mic all the time which is like really rough yeah um, i i really did forget how annoying that it, but like it used to not bug me because it was like my friends that I was in a party chat with. And so it was like, it was never a big deal. Right. For anybody. But yeah, weird. Anyway. So yeah, like anything where you're, you know, Valkyrie would maybe not be nearly as good on console as she is on PC just because people aren't talking. Yeah. It's also hard to like throw the cams and then, oh, also controlling cameras. Like the sensitivity when you're controlling cameras is insanely high. Oh. It's like... It bounces around like faster than the freaking, uh, what's that thing called? The little flying ball in Harry Potter. Oh, the, the uh, snitch. 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 It, like it moves around faster than the snitch does. I was thinking of flubber. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know flubber? No. Oh yeah. You're too young. What is that? Flubber bounces. You can look it up later. Okay. Uh, Sklan has another question really about overwatch. Um, pro scenes he basically talks about how you can see so we talked about this last week where like it would be cool if you could go in there and you can just see every player's pov as you want he said overwatch has this if you have the all access pass so if you have the all access pass you can go on the twitch stream and you can choose what pov you want to see so how does that work not sure i don't know (laughs) couldn't tell you but you can do it uh which is dang cool like that's sick and it would be way cool if siege had this i think overwatch has a replay feature doesn't it Probably. So I wonder if that's how it works, where they sent, they've like linked that in with Twitch. Yeah. It sounds like a Blizzard thing to do to like go all out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you they've like linked something like that into Twitch, and then you can sort of go through and watch whatever watch you want. Watch happening. Um, he also says things have colors. So like when, like say example, red team is shooting something or throwing something, it's going to have a red trail behind it, so you can tell what team it's coming from. Yeah. Which is a little harder to do in Siege because the teams aren't like. Like in that game, so, and this would be cool too. He talks about how in that game, 
both teams have the uniforms of like the team they're either orange or red. It would be cool if the pro league teams had their pro league uniforms on for each operator they're playing. Yeah, that'd be cool. And so you'd see like, okay, that guy's definitely on blue team or orange team or whatever. They can change the color. It doesn't have to be blue nor orange team. It can yeah. be red and green team. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so that would be way cool. It is hard to like change the gun trail and stuff like that. Like you could do it. You could figure it out. Counter Strike does the same thing. It shows the trail of like frag grenades flying through the air with either an orange or a blue arc in the spectator. Um, but I did watch Rock a little bit of too. Overwatch Pro League just to see what it is. And it's we talked about this last week. Like, it's true. Like, Overwatch is just a different game. You have all these people fighting in the same exact spot instead of, like, all across this indoor map that you can't see through any of the walls or anything. So you have to, like, it's just hard. It's hard It's hard to compare, like, an Overwatch to Siege. Yeah. It's so hard different. to spectate. Well, I know nothing about Overwatch, so yeah. we're going to... It actually it looks like a fun game to play, like... If I were to have gotten into it, I could see myself playing Overwatch. We should do like an Overwatch night and have some of these Overwatch players in our Discord teach us what to do. <laughs> That'd be fun. Overwatch would be a good game to play. That's a good game too. Like it's very well built. Blizzard, obviously. Who doesn't love Blizzard? What's sad is like I would love to play StarCraft, but I just never want to play that online against people because I know people are way, oh, way better than I am. Yeah. And I don't even want to deal with we like get StarCraft HD. I think about it. Oh really? Do I have it? I should get that. I almost I because I played it like on my I I drove with my sister and her boyfriend from Utah to California and I played StarCraft like all the way to get home from there. That's awesome. It was fun. I played it on my laptop. Kept getting really hot though. It was like hard to see the screen, so I had to like, cover myself with a blanket and the stream, <laughs> but the computer would heat up so fast that I get super hot into the blanket. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Just played a bunch of StarCraft. Oh, that's so stupid. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, next week, our episode will come out on Friday. That will be the schedule going forward unless we find that that's awful for some reason. Yeah. So plan on that. And thank you, you so tonight. much for listening. Streaming. What? You can catch us streaming tonight. Yeah, we're, we're streaming every Wednesday, Wednesday Night Siege, and usually Fridays. So anytime this podcast is coming out, just remember to go watch us on Twitch later on. How do you I follow you on Twitch, Ryan? Right guy. The W W R Y G U Y. You can also follow Randall Mixer and YouTube. Yeah, that's true. But I need to publish a new YouTube video. There's really no time. reason to do either of those things. Disagree. You can also follow me on Twitch and YouTube as just slow with three O's or on Instagram as at just Chris Davis. Yeah. Just goodbye. Just goodbye.